All right, hey, what's going on, everybody? JitsCast, once again, is back. Uh, I got a different setup this time, so hopefully this works. I'm not sure if it will, because I'm using a DJI, DJI Osmo uh, Plus, and usually I use a, <clears throat> a Zoom Q2N in my car, and uh, it broke. <laughs> I had a, a USB cable on it, and I was taking it out, and the port decided to come with it, so... <laughs> It's, uh, it's out of commission for a while. I'll have to probably buy another one. But hopefully this one worked pretty good. It's a steady cam. It's a gimbal system. So it's a little bit bigger, a little bit more intrusive, but hopefully it works. Sometimes it kind of drifts left and right, so hopefully it'll stay uh, in the right spot as I'm driving. So anyway, uh, a little bit to talk about since my last Jits cast. I got my purple belt, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to get it or not, and... Uh, I did. Uh, you know, I was doing pretty good against uh, blue belts and purple belts. I felt my game was getting a lot better, but there was this other blue belt that I train with that uh, gets the better of me, you know, I guess percentage-wise. He, he usually beats me, and I was hoping that he would get his f before I would um, because I, I know when I got my blue belt, I was pretty much the, uh, the top white belt for the most part. And see, the camera's drifting already. When I turn, it drifts. Let's see, it'll come back. There we go. It came out. Came back. All right, that's not too bad. Anyway, so uh, this time around, I knew this this guy was. He's really good. You know, he's a good training partner. And uh, once we had promotions, and you know, Mauricio pulled out the uh, purple belt, I was like, oh, he's gonna get his purple belt. You know, cool. But uh, I was the first one to get it. So I was like, you know, I was honored. And then I was, you know, waiting for his name to get called and his name didn't get called and so i had to it bothered me for a minute so uh, you know i had to it just personally it, it bothered me a little bit because you know i was hoping that he would get his that way um you know it's kind of weird when you get if you're a purple belt getting subbed by a blue belt but i guess it, it happens you know and this guy his skills are still really good and you know he's definitely got what it's take what it takes to be purple but after talking to both him and mauricio I guess he's just on a different path than me. He, he's, uh, first of all, he's, he's more than 10 years younger than me, which is fine, but he also wants to be a world champion, which I don't really have aspirations to be a world champion. So, and you know, they, they talked about it before. So, you know, if they talked about it and they're fine with it, then I'm totally fine with it. Cause he's got really nothing to do with me except for my comfortableness, but that, that doesn't really matter. It's, it's between them two. And if he wants to be a world champion, which I have no doubt he will be, um, I hope him the best that he gets his, uh, you know, he, he, he competes at a high level anyway. So I really wanted to see him be a world champion and then come up to, to purple. So, um, yeah, one thing that was really cool about promotions is that uh, people that train with me, they know that I have this really cool blue belt. And it's made by Peel Gee. And basically what it does, or what it is, is it's a, it's a cool looking belt that has uh, an octopus on it. Oh, see the camera's drifting again. It does like when I go around corners. Um, and so at the, the ends of both, uh, both ends of the belt, they have like an octopus pattern on it, which is really cool. Uh, I think it's called the Kraken belt. And both me and my, my old main training partner, his name is, uh, Mr. X. Me and him, uh, used to roll a lot, but you know, our schedule is a little bit different now. And so we don't train as much, but we ended up getting the same belt and the company kind of went out of business and they reformed as like this new company called... Uh, be like water and all their stuff was like super plain and like lame looking. I didn't really like it um, 
and they stopped selling all their kind of like flashy stuff. And so I was kind of bummed that I didn't buy my, my purple belt when they uh, when the, when they were still making those belts. Uh, but luckily, a few minutes after I got my purple belt, uh, Mr. X uh, gave me the Kraken belt as purple because he bought two when the company was still uh, making those belts, which is really cool. I was really uh, honored that he uh, he bought one for me, and uh, so I, I got my my cool looking belt back. Uh, and because of that, uh, the company like right soon after we uh, got promoted to purple belt. The company decided to make those the belt line again, and it's modified too, so it actually looks even better. And so what I did was I just bought the next two belts up for both me and Mr. X. So I think that'll be a, that, that's pretty cool. Um, having good training partners is always a good thing, right? So and he's uh, one of my favorite ones. So that's been pretty cool. Uh, other things that's been going on besides me getting my well, I guess I'll just talk about you know what it means to me like having my purple belt. I think it's really cool. Uh, getting to that level, I think it shows that I have a, you know, a certain level of skill and, you know, technical expertise. And, you know, for the first week that I got it, I was kind of like, ah, oh, you know, I didn't really feel like a purple purple belt. You know, I guess everybody kind of feels that way. They call it the imposter syndrome. It wasn't that bad for me though, because you know, I was doing pretty well anyway, and I was on an up and up. But I noticed like soon after I got the belt, that I just kind of opened my mind up more, and I started going for, you know. Uh, a lot of different things and submissions and stuff. I even like in, kind of made a new submission for myself. I called it a cap the Capitator, and it's from uh, from North South. I'll have to do a video on it. Um, I'm still working out. Well, I pretty much work out the kinks, and I've shown it to a, a few people, and they all think it's pretty cool. It feels like your head's getting ripped off from. Uh, it's almost like a reverse guillotine, but I'll do a video because it's kind of me describing it. It's it's kind of hard to describe. You have to see it. Um, but it's been uh, it's been pretty cool and. You know, just really up in my game, working with my, my full guard more. I know I talk about it all the time, and I'm you know been working on my full guard for a while. I really want to have a good full a good full guard and working on my open guard as well. So it's just been I've been really uh, comfortable with uh, my jujitsu lately, and it's been a uh, it's been really a cool time to to be training. You know, I've been training for about five years now, and uh, I think I'm I'm on track. I guess the normal track. I say you you should be able to get your your black belt between like 10 and 12 years usually you know unless you're like a female you get it in three years but when you get it in three years you're still you're getting the mat time of somebody that has like 10 or 12 years because for me you know I can only train three to four times a week um, because I got family obligations and I have you know work obviously I work full time um, even though it's only four days a week it's still 40 hour work week for me and I know people that get their black belt, you know, like under five years, they are usually doing jujitsu full time. So that's their full time job. It's like, you know, eight hours plus a day of them just doing jujitsu. And so their mad time far exceeds my mad time, you know. So if anybody ever hears about, you know, these people that get their black belts like really fast, like don't feel like they're like some uh, extraordinary person. I mean, they are to be able to train that much and obviously they have the skills to do it, but it also comes down to how much they train. I haven't heard of anybody getting their black belt really quickly and um, not putting in the mat time, you know, multiple times a day, you know, basically coming at it as like a full-time job. So, yeah. And, and mat, like, a lot of people, they always talk about, you know, mat time and all this and that, but it's, it's totally true. Like, the more you're on the mats, the more that you kind of get used to, to things and the more you just see things coming, you know, just because you've been there before. And I, I think that's that's really cool. And when you first start doing jiu-jitsu, you don't really uh, 
notice it that much, but after you train for a while, you uh, you definitely notice. So I'm, I, I know now, you know, I see the setups a lot easier now. I, I can go do things that I'm usually not comfortable with and just try it out. I like to just throw things against the wall and see what happens. And I also like to, you know, when I'm, when I'm rolling with uh, white belts, especially, I'll just, I'll never go for the easy submissions or, or rarely go for the easy submission. I usually layer on, you know, two or three attacks at the same time and then see which one I can get instead of just going for something that's, you know, really basic. That way I can work out, you know, layering my attacks with uh, with higher belts. So that's been a, that's been a really a cool thing that I've been doing lately. Um, other things that's been going on kind of in my personal life, I've been, uh, we were looking for a home here in the Bay Area and the homes here, the, like the housing market here, it's like, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, we were looking for a house for maybe about a, a month or so, and we put in a, a bid on, on a couple of places, and uh, I remember one place we put a bid on, actually no, we only put a bid on like one place, other places, um, they were just too high, they were already getting outbid. It's basically here in California, in the Bay Area, uh, the housing market is basically like, they're all like auctions basically, and it's really annoying, because I remember we, we put in a bid on a place, we put $40,000 over asking price, and we still got significantly outbid. How <laughs> was that even possible? Um, and people are like, you can look in the news right now, like you'll see uh, places that are going for like, it was like a burned down shack in, that sold in Fremont, California for like a million dollars, which is crazy to me. And so we, we, uh, we found a place in the, the Hayward Hills and we were talking to my real estate agent and she said that she felt like we could probably underbid and we might get our bid accepted. And we were like, well, fuck it. Why not? You know, we'll, we'll just try it. And so we underbid and um, they accepted our bid which was pretty crazy. So we, we bid 20 under and got a house in the, in, in the hills. So um, we're gonna be moving uh, in the next couple of weeks. We're already starting to pack. Um, the only thing is though, is that it's basically half the size of the house that I have now. Um, so I wanna make sure it's something that we could afford. Um, Cause I, I owned a house previously in uh, SoCal and it was during like, you know, the, the predatory lending thing. And that's what I got hit by is basically a predatory lender. And it, it was partially my fault though. Cause I didn't look through all the, I didn't, educate myself enough on what mortgages were. Is, is this thing like moving? I think it is. Like, I feel like I'm getting closer on the screen. Anyway, um, I didn't read the, the fine print and um, basically, you know, the housing market crashed and we were paying, we had an interest only loan and we we're paying like a lot of money for it. And at the time, you know, my, my ex, uh, my then wife, she stopped working for like three months and that put us behind by like a lot. And so when, I, when we had to sell, we had a short sale because when we bought it, it was like $515,000. Um, but the housing market crashed, so when we sold, we only sold it for, I think it was 355 or something like that, which is ridiculous. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but this time around, I made sure that it was something that we, that we could afford. Um, it's actually less than the cost of what I'm renting right now, but if you don't include taxes. With taxes, though, because taxes are fucking, it's a lot up here. Uh, I'm paying, like, uh, over $600 a month in just taxes, which is, like, ridiculous. But it's all right. I mean, the house is cool. It's like a three three bedroom, two bath, uh, eleven about eleven hundred square feet. So not not very big. It's a one car garage, um, which is going to be an adjustment for me because I'm used to having two two car garages. And because uh, I have just for me, I have four vehicles. I have a a BMW M Roadster. I have this X5 that I'm in now. I have a BMW a motorcycle, a BMW S1000RR, and I also have a VFR Interceptor. Um, so I'm probably going to get rid of the VFR Interceptor, and I'm probably going to sell the M Roadster for something for my daughter, like a, a smaller, uh, kind of like a slower, like a starter car, starter car for her. 
Okay, she's learning how to drive now. She's been driving my car a little bit um, with a permit with me in the car. She, she drives pretty good. She drives like an old lady, which is nice. Drives the speed limit. It's a, it's a breath of fresh air, <laughs> really. I'm, I'm glad that she's driving like an old lady. And uh, so I just want to get her something nice, probably, or something like a, a good starter car. I'm thinking like probably an Acura, Acura Integra or something like that. Something that's, you know, cheap right now, um, but that'll be reliable. So that'll be pretty cool for her. And uh, the new house that we're moving into, because it's only three bedrooms, we used to have four bedrooms, because I need a, uh, I work from home, and I also use it as my podcast studio, so I have to build a big shed in the backyard, and that's going to be a problem. And I also have to build, like, a, a new driveway, because there's the parking at this house kind of sucks, and so... Uh, people are going to have a hard time coming to my place because you know I park on one side of the street it's in the hills so oh this thing is getting closer to me I'm not tripping am I hold on so I can move it oh there we go oh oh there alright if you're just listening sorry I had the the camera kept getting closer and closer to my face I thought it was just tripping but it was alright um anyway so yeah um just going to jiu-jitsu right now for uh, for some no-gi training. Uh, I usually do uh, gi more than no-gi because I'm a little better at no-gi, and so I decided, you know, train with the gi more um, just so I make sure, you know, I train with both and, you know, I kind of try to even them both out. Um, I'm still dealing with a, a hand injury. My uh, my left hand, I'm, something's going on with, like, my tendons. Uh, I don't really know what it is, but it got, it got crushed on a takedown. Uh, a couple months back and it's still bothering me sometimes I'll just I'll hit it the wrong way and I I can't use it uh, for a couple of minutes and it's just it's super painful uh, I hope I don't have to get surgery like I did last time because I had a tendon um, in my right wrist that uh, tore and I had to get surgery and that recovery kind of sucked and I had to roll with one hand for uh, a couple of months um, which actually made my jiu-jitsu better but I'd, I'd prefer not to do that again so yeah, this, I need to tighten this thing up. Okay, well, I have lessons learned from doing this in the car. There's a certain bracket I have to tighten up so this camera doesn't move. Because that's what's happening right now if you're watching the video. And it's moving in and out. I'm also moving it with my hand. I have this, like, a little remote control. But the camera keeps coming closer to me and moving around because the ball socket is not tightened. And I can't tighten it while, when I'm driving. Well, I probably could, but I don't want to crash. Because that makes for a bad video, right? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh... I'll try to put out a video on my decapitator uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, I'll try to keep these coming. Uh, like I said, I still have no set schedule. I'm just going to do it whenever I can. Um, other than that, uh, thanks for watching this video. This one was uh, nice and short. just wanted to give you a quick update with what's going on with me and what's going on with my jiu-jitsu. So uh, that's it. I'm out of here. Peace. And prove his God-given genius of science. Man at last has succeeded in penetrating further and further into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.